0: You're listening to CAMS Talk, a podcast brought to you by the service users and professionals from East London NHS Foundation Trust. A podcast where you can hear us discuss, debate, and challenge issues around child and adolescent mental health in the UK. Good
1: morning, my name is Nikki Scott, and welcome to our Cam's Talk podcast. Today I'm joined by some of our young people and we're gonna talk about participation and how important it is to them. And they're gonna tell you a little bit about some of the projects that they've been involved in. So I'm joined today by Molly. Hi, Molly.
2: Hi, I'm Molly. I'm 17 and I'm a CAM service user.
3: Thanks, Molly. And we have Shana. Hi, I'm Shana, I'm 18 and I'm an ex-service user. Thank you, Shana, and we've got Lucy, morning Lucy.
4: Hi, I'm Lucy, I'm also 18 and an ex-service user.
1: Thank you, and last but definitely not least, we've got Safa, hi Safa.
5: Hi, I'm Safa, I'm 19 and I'm an ex-service user. Thank you very much. So, um,
1: participation um, is something that we um, have a huge focus on at CAMS, um, and it's all about. Involving the young people that use or have used our services and ensuring that we're listening to their voices and getting them involved in all aspects of our service development. So, um, Lucy, I'm going to come to you first because um, out of this group of young people, you're the only one that's been involved uh, for quite a while and can remember back to when we used to do this all on a face-to-face basis. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about your involvement in participation and how that's changed. Yeah,
4: of course. So um, I first got involved in participation back in 2019, where we were meeting face to face every week. Um, and it was when after my therapist recommended it to me as where I was on my journey. Um, and I started to be involved in podcasts even back then, uh, interviews, talks at induction meetings. Um, and then over the course of the pandemic, when we kind of transitioned to online, of course, I um, stopped coming quite as much. And then now recently I'm back again and I was unsure about the whole online form of it. But I definitely think it makes it more accessible for people to join, particularly since you're dealing with, you know, people in education who've got all sorts of things going on. Um, but yeah. It's been a really lovely place to be, uh, and I'd recommend it as long as you're in that place where you can.
1: I think what's been important—we've um, talked about this in the past, Lucy, hasn't it—is that is that aspect of now we're doing all of this virtually, and and our meetings take place over a Zoom platform. It allows you to join in a way that you feel comfortable. Is that right?
4: Yeah, exactly, and. For me personally, part of the reason I stopped coming um, was because I find video calls really difficult. Um, But now when I join, I always have my camera off and everyone's really understanding of that. So you can really join in any way or shape or form that you need to, to be able to participate. And it's nice to have that space that's so, you know, welcoming of the different ways
1: you can engage. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Lacey. And for, for a couple of the other young people that we've got on this call today, um, actually, you wouldn't have been able to join anymore if we weren't doing this virtually. Because Shana, you're at uni now, aren't you? Do you want to talk about a little bit about your journey with participation?
3: Um, yeah, well, I'm at university at the minute. Um, and when I first joined, joined um, participation, I wasn't. Um, and even then, I wouldn't have been able to like join in person because of um, the time constraints and being at college and all the other stuff I had to do. So it was like quite nice to just be able to do at home. And I feel like when you're at home, you're more open to talking about maybe more difficult things rather than if you're in like an alien place. <laughs> so it was a lot easier to kind of talk about those things. Um, Yeah, and at university, I'm still joining the meetings, even though I'm, like, all the way in the north, so that's really nice, Um, and it's, like, nice to see people you kind of recognise, and it feels like I know everyone, even though I've never actually met them in person, so that's, like, really nice (laughs) and a bit strange.
1: It's really strange, isn't it, that when you think about how the dynamics of the group have really developed amongst, you know, quite a large number of young people that we have at our meetings um, who've never met, the majority of them have never met. And yet, you know, you have got that really sort of... um, you know, it's, it's such an accepting and safe place, isn't it? And I think some really good friendships have formed amongst the, the participants in the group.
3: Yeah, it's just really supportive. And um, especially with like the work that we do as well, because I feel like um, you, Nikki and Ashling are quite um, supportive with the work that we are doing. Because when I first joined, I felt like, oh, I can't, I feel like I couldn't do it. But then because you were like, it felt like you kind of believed that I could do it, so it kind of convinced me that I could. Like with the interviews, I at first I was like quite intimidated by it, but because you like kind of supported me and um, made me feel like I could and I was it's kind of increased my confidence with things like that, especially with the other stuff that we've done, like the stuff with Hertfordshire University, because it's like you and Ashling weren't there and it was like people I didn't really know. Um, doing like the simulations um, with, for a clinical psychology degree um, and like coming from not doing anything like that before to doing it like it was quite a big jump but like you and and kind of supported me through that and it's like really helped me to like increase my confidence of doing things like that especially with a uh, direction I want to go in because I want to do art therapy and the art groups that we did kind of cemented that for me as well yeah that's really great to hear that it's helped sort of you know
1: for you to develop your your confidence and have more belief in yourself I think that you know that's really rewarding for us to hear that and the fact that you know it's helped to to embed in you what you want to do in the future so you mentioned the art therapy do you want to talk a little bit about um about that
3: uh yeah so I think we ran like two art groups it was kind of kind of like art therapy but it was like a group of people online and we did it with two art therapists that were at cams um and it was just really good because Um, even though it was like in a group and it's not like the I suppose the typical art therapy it's more like of a group it kind of helped me a lot with my um, own feelings about things and it was just nice to be able to talk to other people and do art together even if it was online it was just nice to have that atmosphere and um, it kind of convinced me that that's the direction I want to go in because I saw the benefits for myself in myself.
1: Thanks Shana, well, that, that's really great to hear, that's really good feedback um, and to, to know that, that it's had that positive an impact on you is really powerful. Um, thank you. Molly, I'm going to come to you next because I feel like you've had a, a huge journey really. Um, how, do you want to talk about when you first became involved and how, you, um, how you've how you seen your journey in participation?
2: Yeah so when I first joined about nine months ago I felt really isolated because I wasn't in education and obviously Covid was happening as well and then joining this group at first was quite intimidating because I didn't really know what I was getting myself into but having it online meant that I could either just be in the chat or have my camera off but it's really helped with my confidence. Um, At first I wouldn't do anything but now I um regularly doing interviews um I'm involved in lots of different meetings and strategies um and having the group that's so accepting like creating the environment that I could grow and like further my journey I think was really helpful for me
1: Thank you so much, Molly. And, you know, I can certainly see how much you, you know, have really come out of yourself and and have got a lot more belief in yourself. Um, I know that one of the things that you've... um, particularly found really helpful is being able to sort of share your feedback not just about CAMs, but you've been involved in other sort of projects you mentioned the mental health strategy do you want to say a little bit about that about the work that we're doing with our with our local hospitals
2: yeah so we are currently developing a mental health strategy with Bedfordshire hospitals to like improve the way that mental health is treated in hospitals And so we met with managers and like high up people and having your voice heard by them and knowing that they want to change and that they want your voice in that change was I think was quite empowering. And even though it got quite emotional, I think it was really productive.
5: Yeah, absolutely. The it was a really
1: powerful meeting. So um, we had a number of young people, didn't we, that sort of, you know, shared their experiences of having presented at the local hospitals in Bedford and Luton um, and how... know working with the staff to think about how we can improve and develop the service that's offered to young people when they when they are in crisis with their mental health um and that's a huge ongoing piece of work um and i think it's so important that you know that the 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 community as a whole is is working with our young people and trying to improve things for them and that's one of the things that um, we're really hoping that by talking about participation and the the importance of getting involved we can encourage a really diverse group of young people from across our community to get involved in in having their say and sharing their voice. Staffa, I'm going to come to you, because prior to um, getting involved in CANS participation, you'd been involved in other things within the community, hadn't you?
5: Yes, yeah, so I was involved uh, with Young Health Watch, uh, which is a great uh, volunteering um, community uh, where there's loads of young people, um, co- like different ages, from like around 16 to about 24 And we worked together um, on projects that could help benefit the community. Um, So I kind of had a bit of experience uh, within, you know, working alongside some of the NHS um, sectors. Um, But obviously not a lot because it was just very generalised. In a sense, we worked like with all all different types of sectors and um, health services. And even some that weren't even health services. Um, But I kind of had experience with, like, working alongside a team and group. Um, And so when I joined the uh, participation group, um, I found it a bit different because obviously everything was was then online, uh, still is online. But um, from when the pandemic kind of started, should I say, or when lockdown started, um, I wasn't sure how, like, these online sessions were going to go. But I feel like it was just a godsend honestly because it's been amazing that everyone's been able to interact like as much as they can because you know we're in our own comfort of our own homes while you know we're uh, taking part in these meetings and um I found it a lot easier to communicate uh sometimes I, I can feel a bit shy when I'm like talking in person and stuff so I felt really comfortable um being online and being able to speak in a group um, where, you know, everyone just respects everyone's opinions and um, everyone just cares, you know, about the, the main causes and stuff. And it's a really great group to be involved in.
1: Thank you, Safa. Um, and you're away at uni as well, aren't you? So, again, you you know, you wouldn't be able to still be involved had we switched back to our face-to-face meetings, would you?
5: Not at all, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, you know, I can't come as often to the meetings just because of (laughs) my timetable that completely contradicts the meeting times, which is not great. But um, I am still able to pop in here and there when I can, um, which I wouldn't have the opportunity to if it was face to face. Um, And it's great because I'm pretty much like 60 miles away from, you know, where I live, the area and stuff. So um, I find it great that, you know, we can communicate on an online platform. And we're still getting, you know, the same work done that we would in person, um, which I think is brilliant.
1: So, far. so thinking about the project that you've been involved in um, yourselves, guys, and um, which have you enjoyed most um, what project have you enjoyed most and what's had the biggest sort of impact on you if you haven't already sort of um covered that um safar i know that you you sort of you've led a couple of things yourself haven't you do you want to talk about some of the projects you've been involved in
5: so i've been involved with um, presenting the cv workshop uh, which has been an interesting experience um, So basically in one session, I was just talking about CVs and stuff. And uh, some of the members of the group were like, oh, you know, we need a bit of help with our CV. And so I spoke to, while in the group, it was very like spontaneous in the moment kind of thing. Um, I was just like to Nikki and Ashton, "Um, I don't mind doing a CV workshop, you know, if that could benefit people. And everyone was like, yeah, let's go ahead with that. That seems like a really cool idea. So I was like, okay. So I prepared like a PowerPoint um, slide um, with some information and examples of like CVs I've used in the past and how to develop one um, and what like employees look for. I've had quite a few jobs. I've worked since I was 15. So um, I've had quite a few jobs uh, behind me. So I presented that CV workshop and uh, some of the uh, participants, you know, um, wrote their CVs. Uh, sent me some copies, I told them what to change, what to add Um, and it was really successful and I'm hoping to do another one um, when I get an opportunity um, because I felt like it benefited people a lot. I feel like you don't get that one-to-one support in school when it comes to writing a CV, um, especially a CV for this day and age where, you know, Corona has kind of, you know, stopped everyone from gaining a lot of experience and stuff so... Um, I feel like it's a really important thing that everyone should have especially training wise on how to write a CV and how to write a good CV so that was a good experience I've had
1: and I know that that's something that we're we're thinking about um, linking into our new discovery college at CAMS the idea of um, you know you facilitating a CV workshop there would be amazing
5: So I'm in like a discussion with the um, Discovery uh, College in doing another um, CV workshop. And I feel like it would be a really great environment to host it in um, as it's gonna be kind of like a new concept. I'm gonna kind of redesign everything um, and it'll be really interesting to see, you know, get some feedback and to help my presenting skills as well, which is something I'm really trying to improve on um, as I wanna do a lot of presenting kind of uh, in the future. Um, so that will be a great experience to have and to host as well. Yeah, thank
1: you. That's really exciting, and I know a few of you are involved in, in working closely with um, Shibs, who's leading on our Discovery College, and um, helping, You're you're involved in every aspect of that. Molly, I know that you've been attending a lot of the meetings, haven't you? Yeah,
2: I've been meeting with, shibs who's leading on the discovery college and how different workshops can be implemented to help young people and so recently i've started um co-leading a baking group with cams and seeing that like how baking like positively impacts your mental health whilst doing it in a group so you have other people's support was really beneficial and so linking that into the um Discovery College to have that, like maybe as a regular thing, so that other people can experience baking because not everyone can access it. So, having that opportunity for pe- lots of people to come and experience something new would be really good.
1: Thanks Molly and it sound, that sounds like such a great initiative and it, you know I know that it's something you're really passionate about and the fact that you're able to share that passion with other young people and encourage them to, to think of other ways really to, to support their recovery and to, to impact you know in a positive way on their mental health that sounds amazing and um, Shana, I'm going to come to you because I know that you were involved with one of our other young people in developing some training as well. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about
3: that? Uh, yeah, um, Isma and I um, kind of developed some training for sports professionals, well not professionals, but like coaches and that, um, around how to kind of help their students who might be dealing with mental health issues or um maybe dealing with issues with their sexuality or gender we kind of covered that a bit in there as well um, and yeah it was quite um good because I'd never done anything like that before before that um, and it was kind of nice to like plan it together with Isma and Ashlyn, um kind of deliver that um, to people who were quite responsive to it as well because they were actually listening to what we were saying and not just there because they had to be there because um, they were asking questions about things I was saying and um, it seemed like there was something that they um, really quite valued that we'd taken time to do that and it was quite positive, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, Shana. Um, and I think what you've all really
1: demonstrated is actually... You know the power of participation, and and you've all been involved in such a broad array of different projects that um, actually I wonder, as as you know, as a teenager outside of CAMS, I don't think many other young people would have such a such a um, an array of opportunities available to them. So I suppose if you could. Um, sell participation to young people that might be listening to this podcast and if you could encourage other young people to get involved in participation in whatever remit within the community, what would you say to them? How would you you encourage them to get involved? Lucy, I'm going to come to you. Um,
4: I'd say... First of all, you don't realize you're an expert, but you are. I wasn't sure why I was wanted in the group when I first arrived. And whenever I would help out with interviews, they would always say to me, oh, well, you're going to know this better than we do. And I was really confused. But as I've been working longer and longer, I realized I am kind of an expert in this. You know so much just from your own journey. Um, and it's, it's always so valuable to have in making the service you know, better for people um and also don't be deterred it's not there's no pressure to always engage in a specific certain way it's very very accessible meetings we've been in everyone's engaging in different ways some people have cameras on mics on cameras on mics muted cameras off mics muted chatting what whatever you need whatever you want to do it's just always available and It's a lot less intimidating than it first appears.
1: Thanks, Lucy. I think that's a really good summary, actually. Um, And we welcome the voice and try and encourage the voice of as many young people as we possibly can from whatever background, um, whatever their you know, their history or experiences, because as you said, you you are experts, and that's how you're experts by experience, and I think it's so important, Um, and you also mentioned the fact that, you know, that you don't have to commit to to a regular sort of um, presence at meetings, but the way that we work is very much, um, you know, we've got so many different projects going on, and we know that there's going to be different interests from different people according to you know um w- what they've experienced and um what it is that they're really passionate about talking about so um Safa I'm going to come to you how would you encourage other young people within the community to get involved and what would you say to them how How can they
5: benefit I would say don't shy away uh for me it was kind of you know, just everything, like um, going to, you know, therapy sessions and stuff. It was very different to me because, you know, I've never seen anyone within my community go to therapy sessions, first of all. Um, uh, because, you know, in my, in my culture, in the Pakistani community, we don't tend to, you know, um, I guess, get the help that we need for mental health. Um, and I feel like getting help, number one, is a priority, but also taking part in activities and stuff that can also benefit other people um, is so important as well, like the participation group. Um, you know, I've had the opportunity to speak on a three, three-part podcast um, about the BAME uh, community, especially females, and mental health um, and the importance of not neglecting it. And, you know, even though it's hard for... You know that that other generations to um realize what's going on and you know mental health is an issue um it's more just about educating them i think um and that's something i've learned along the way uh coming from a bit of a challenging time where you know when i needed to get mental health help it was a bit of a struggle Um, but you know now i'm you know i've got the help i needed my university Part of the participation group and just helping a lot of other peoples through many different avenues like, you know, CV workshops and uh, podcasts and um, just loads of other projects that, you know, we've all been a part of uh, to not just benefit us because, you know, it's quite fun, um, but to benefit everyone else within the community um, of all races, all ages, of all religions, um, which is very cool and it's very inclusive.
1: Thanks, Safa. Thank you very much for sharing that. And I think you've touched on some really important subjects then. You know, we can't, uh, everybody is welcome within this. And, you know, if you want to impact change, then you've got to step forward and and show initiative and want to get involved. Um, And, you know, and these are the platforms that allow um, young people to share their voices and share their opinions and share their feedback um, because it, it does make a difference and people want to listen. Um, Molly, what would you say to another young person who might be thinking, oh, should I, should I get involved? Would I, have I got anything that I can contribute?
2: Yeah well everyone always has something to contribute because everyone's opinions are so valuable and seeing that your opinions are valued and that they actually make change because a lot of young people feel like that because we're so young we can't make change but like in this participation you can and it's like helping everyone as well
1: as you so yeah. And Molly, one of the other projects that we we haven't mentioned are the uh, the Pam Beveridge Voice of the Child meetings that you attend with me, um, and that brings together lots of different organisations that support young people from health and education, social care, um, and how does it feel to be involved as a young person on that on that board?
2: Yeah, so like everyone listening to me and my like opinions like being at the forefront and the most important because obviously it's the young people that uh, experience the services that they provide
1: and it's really powerful i think thanks molly and lovely shana what would you say to other young people i know you've um, you've not just you know got yourself involved you've encouraged your uh, younger brother to get involved
3: in participation as well haven't you yeah, um, my young brother, just because um, I feel like he could benefit from it as well, like how I have, because he's like quite a quiet person and he just needs to get out there, you know. Um, yeah, but I feel like trying to encourage someone to do it is like, if you don't like something, then do something about it instead of just moaning about it to other people. Obviously, you moan about stuff quite a lot in the group, but <laughs> um it's always taken on board and um, listened to and it's taken seriously and it's not just like, oh, that's just how CAMS is. Because I think, obviously, the service isn't as good as it could be at CAMS itself, but um, it's not like they're not doing anything about it because we're doing so much to try and improve it. So I think if you've had, like, a bad experience, it's always good to kind of come forward and try and, like, improve it in some way instead of just moaning about it to other people so that's what I would say like if you're unhappy about something try and change it and it can like help you so much just within yourself because I feel like it was a part of like my own recovery as well just being able to kind of talk to other people with um who like experienced similar things to me as well because I'd never had that before like other people I'd never like really talked to other people with um Similar like mental health issues as me and that was like quite I suppose it feels nice because you feel like you're not alone in that way as well um so yeah it's just quite a nice community to be in and you're able to like basically do whatever you want because Nikki and Ashley will just support you whatever you want to do so yeah
1: thanks Shana oh I'm thank you so much to everyone for joining this conversation and hopefully to those of you listening to this podcast um, we've given you a bit of an insight into how you can get involved how you can make a difference by sharing your your opinions um and actually just really sort of selling groups like our participation group at cams um, as a bit of a fun space as as something where you can come and and meet with other like-minded young people um and really make a valid contribution to improving services within your area so for those of you listening please reach out to to the organizations that you're working with and see how you can get involved so thank you to so much to shana thank you And thanks to Molly. Thank you. Safa. Thank you. And finally, thank you, Lucy, for getting involved in our CAMS Talk podcast today. Thank you. Okay, take care, everyone.
0: You've been listening to CAMS Talk, a podcast brought to you by the Luton and Bedford CAMS team and the Luton and Bedford Service User Participation Group. If you'd like to hear more from us, just go over to camstalk.com and subscribe. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any of the other platforms that you're using. Once you've subscribed, you'll get notification on your device every time we release a new episode. If you want to comment or share your views, you can contact us on Twitter using at Camstalk, or you can send us an email using info at camstalk.com. One last thing before we go. Don't forget to use the hashtag #camsTalkPodcast whenever you comment on social media. We'll speak to you soon.